You know, I think it's just a perfect living room. It's a perfect living room, a place where people can gather, relax, enjoy themselves, take a break from all that's out there. Uh, people make it their own space in so many ways, and I, I just, I want it to be that always. I don't, I, I just want it to be a place where people feel at home when they're not at home. That was Janet Clyde, co-owner of Vesuvio Cafe. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco, a podcast all about the people and places that make this city what it is. Welcome to part two of our episode with Janet. If you missed part one, please go back and listen to that. In today's podcast, Janet traces the story of her time in SF, from her somewhat serendipitous arrival in 1978 to becoming part owner of one of my favorite places in all of San Francisco. Here's Janet. After that, I'd never left. Wow. I had my job up at, up at the Mabuhai Gardens. I had a great time. Can we talk about the map? Because oh, it I, was so I don't, much we, fun. We, we've had Penelope Houston from the Avengers <laughs> on the show. She talked about the place a little bit. I'd love to have more of that place on Well, my I worked for Nessa Kino. He hired me, okay, okay. the uh, Filipino owner. Mm-hmm. You know, his family owned and ran the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just fun. I, you know, I had come up from L.A. I'd seen a gazillion shows at the Whiskey and the mm-hmm. Roxy and, mm-hmm. you know, hung out out there and had a great time. And so I knew a lot of people and I knew people from San Francisco so I could check in on, you know, hang out with them a bit but I got a job right away and it was rolling pretty good so yeah. it was great fun and I ended bartending up, did you say uh, or cocktailing. Ser- serving yeah. no I was cocktailing okay. and then I was living at the Basque Hotel at uh, 15 Romolo okay. I had a place up there right away yep. it was really cheap food was really cheap Money was a, great. You had a life. Oh, it was fabulous. Just I had a right great there for time. You. Yeah, yeah. I had. A, I dropped right into an excellent situation. Worked there for a while. Had a great time. Um, was a bit of a schoolgirl, so I couldn't mm. hang out. Like, okay. I just. I was a bit of a schoolgirl. Like, Were you I just, going to school? I was not, but I was oh. a very lightweight, so I couldn't like hang out. Okay. Like, I, I would like work and go home. Like, okay. And and so then when. Like, everybody partied too hard and nobody showed up at work. Like, I was there. Like, I would be there. I would be that one. And so, I... You were disciplined. I I was lightweight. Oh, just a lightweight. (laughs) Just a lightweight. I really practical. I wanted to have more fun than I was actually physically capable of having. Oh, wow. Okay. So, anyway, I decided that I needed to do something besides cocktail, um, just because. And so... I was I started to bartend up on Grand Avenue, and where was that? Up at uh, the Coffee Gallery, actually. Oh, same place. Yeah, that... the Coffee Gallery hired me, and yeah. I opened. But co- it was not glamorous. It was mm-hmm. six a.m. Oh. It was a bunch of people who had been up all night, mm-hmm. and people going to work in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was just you know kind of rowdy and wild. And the owner, was, uh, the manager of Vesuvio, walked lived across the street, walked by every day. And saw me opening, and when they needed someone here, he reached out and asked me to work here. And that's how I got my job here. When was that? It was in 70... Oh. It was in 79. Not, just right after you got here. 
to San Francisco. No, like not, no, 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 not right after, but oh, pretty. But like within a year or two. It was no less than a year. Less it was less year. than a year. That's it was pretty. It mean, was. It was actually. Yeah, I started. It's really funny because I also worked at Vanessi's restaurant, um, cashiering. I opened here. I worked up there. I had, like people do, you know, you had mm-hmm. a few here, a few there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't really have time to go back to school. I could, like, I'm going back to school or I got to figure something else out. Right. But I stayed really busy in this business. And then as time went by, I was incentivized to work more here. Okay. So I ended up being able to make a pretty good living here. But it took, it took a while yeah. while I was doing other things. Right. And so... I I loved it though. It was a great time. It was when I opened this bar that it was full of um uh, merchant seamen who were mm-hmm. retired and living in these hotels. Mm-hmm. They were called the Dawn Patrol. They were D-A-W-N? D-A-W-N Dawn. or the Dawn Patrol. And I was told to I was always told in the winter, turn on the heat, turn it up. Yeah. Because these guys were coming out of these SRO hotels and didn't Without have heat. heat. Right. And so, and they got up early. They'd get up at like four, and then were waiting for me at six oh, to open the bar. So y'all were six a.m. Oh yeah, we were at six a.m. and I yeah. worked six a.m. to ten a.m. because they didn't have any women behind the bar mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. It took a while, mm-hmm. and I was the first one who was hired to work after you know later in the day. And okay, yeah, yeah, it was very chauvinistic on sure. the male chauvinist yep. side there. Yep, yep. But uh, but women were still empowered, which is really kind of interesting. Like you could. You could definitely set boundaries. There were never any, like, women were empowered in this bar. And the cocktail servers here are no joke. Yeah. To have this bar full and rolling and being, uh, uh, oh, no joke. joke. (laughs) Joanna spoke to that a little bit in her experience. Yeah, Yeah. cocktailing here is a real job. Yeah. And... Anyway, it was too hard for me. I had it was too hard for me. I like I couldn't cocktail here. Well, when so she I was telling the, when she was telling the story, I just was imagining the stairs. Oh, and not just the stairs. There, I mean, it's a lot of people, and yeah. oh, and the bar was like the bartenders are busy, and mm-hmm. I, it, it's just a lot. Yeah, and we would have to do everything like no. There were no um, no POSs. Nothing would do your math for you. You right. had to count everything. You had to make sure it's right. So two people were counting all the trays. No credit cards. No credit cards. Yeah. You're paying as you go. Mm-hmm. You had to pay as you go. There's no like credit. Like <laughs> there was no waiting. Like you know the bar. The you know everything was being done in the moment, and it was just the volume, and the volume and it. it speed of things just takes a strong smart person and right anyway i wasn't that person so. oh so you're behind the bar so i went behind the bar yeah. where it was much more handleable for me um and and fun you know just great so so when you were telling now backing up a little bit to when you were talking about the aesthetic of the place and shaughnessy and how much he contributed to it i was wondering you know i think i think you said that came along in like the 60s or so it was 60, in the 60s, 60s the very early 60s i'm just wondering how much and, and no, so no, you, no 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 oh, wrong oh, wrong wrong let's go back Sorry, let's yeah, revise let's go our back. own I history just, i just blathered something that wasn't true that's okay um no it i was mistaken yes sean started working here the fines took it over in 67 68 okay, okay. 
About right? 10 so, years before you. Yeah, yes. And okay. they, and it was, Sean was hired by, by, but he'd been working and go, he went to school and was working all around the neighborhood before that. Okay. And so he, it was in the six, so the late 67, 68, that all of this decorative work was, was being done in earnest. My question was going to be, and you could speak to this because you were here not long after that, right. is that does it feel basically the same? It does. I mean, it yeah. feels, it's funny, it's changed, of course. We've sure. added things, We've there are differences, um, but no, it feels very much the same. I mean, we can get in, we will get into your running the place, but like that must have been intentional. Like it looks and feels a certain way. Let's let's keep uh, it, it more or less that and, like and, that. And that really speaks to Ron Fine's okay. aesthetic and and s- discipline. Actually, yeah. not to chase trends, right? And to really understand what Vesuvio is and the importance of keeping it as it is. I love it. Uh, to keep it true to its historic artistic roots mm-hmm. and not change it mm-hmm. um not again the discipline not to chase trends because mm-hmm. that's the fastest way to go out of fashion is correct. to follow the fashion correct i so love it he was not and there's no room for it either like there's no the bar is exactly what you see it can't be reconfigured right. it's historic and it is it landmark status? It, it, it is whatever, not, uh, but uh, it's it, what it historic. It? Le- legacy business. We are not officially a legacy business oh, it yet. Need to be. But we are definitely. Um, we can't change anything. I mean, there's no. a there's a responsibility, I believe, sure. to the community here mm-hmm. and to the history and legacy of the place. Again, Ron Fine really promoted and supported artists his he bought art from them he paid them to work he just invested so much into the look and feel of the place that it would just be disrespectful not to honor that and fortunately his son and daughter still feel that way it's how you create something that stands the test of time and Mm -hmm. stays unique Right? Not like everything else. Not like right? everything else. Yeah. And people feel like it's their Vesuvio. Right. Like, why would we interfere with that? That's their right. place to. That's our place to go have our drinks together, or meet our friends, or take our friends from out of town, or to make celebrate, memories. To yeah. Make memories. Yeah. To have a good time with people and make mm-hmm. memories. Mm-hmm. So you were you already. Yes, you definitely had already, but were you working here when you came into, I'm just going to call it the position that you're in now, which, do you own the place? I'm or part of the ownership. You're part of the ownership, I'm got it. I'm part of the ownership. Okay. So the fines still have a majority, our principal, His owners. family. Yes. Okay. Yes, Ron Fine and Cheryl Fine, still principals. And then my family, we were able to buy in when... Leo retired. Okay. And, and when, then also when, when the building came for sale, we were able to buy the building. And when was all that? That was in 97. 97. Yeah, okay. 97. So you hit 25 years, a couple years ago, your involvement. So we this the floor to own the store. Oh, That's I the like trajectory. That. I like An that. An old-fashioned, old-school, yeah. not planned yeah. trajectory. Not planned in any way. Right. Just well, I would never pres- presume that you're doing it by yourself because of 
the, your your staff and you know we we we've got Joanna on the show, but have you been pretty much running the place? Would you say since '97? I have been a principal manager since. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It, again, it's not the most complicated business model. It's mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. It's it's extremely straightforward. Um, hence, so many of them mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, many right. variations. Yeah. Right. Well, is it supply or is it demand? It, <laughs> you know, it's a very very straightforward business. Yeah. It takes some discipline and management, mm-hmm. but it's not rocket science. Right. So and it. It's, it's been very fortunate for us that our location has been great. It, our neighbors, um, North Beach, being part of North Beach is just a, an amazing place to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, it events have conspired to keep us afloat yeah. despite all the challenges of being in business right all of the challenges fortunately we are a good place to work we're busy enough to keep a good staff Mm -hmm. Uh, we are again in one of the most beautiful dynamic cities on the planet so 100% yeah so despite the challenges that we faced over the 45 years that I've been here and there have been several We've managed to come out of it. I was going to ask about one of the bigger, more recent ones, the pandemic. Oh, the pandemic. Can we speak to that? We don't, you know, we don't have to go on, no, on and on about I mean, it, but because we are on, I don't know where we are, but we are on this side. We're on the other things. side of it. It was, I think, I think, absent a war, an actual war, right. it was the closest to an extinction event right. any business can have. Right. And. You add that to the fact that people were personally threatened. Yes. It was just incredibly traumatic. Yeah. We were fortunate that we are small enough mm-hmm. we, to have been able to pull in our, you know, pull in, um, and we were able to pay our bills. We were able to shelter in place. You know, mm-hmm. we were able to shut the bar mm-hmm. for a time without, and we were able to because of the assistance of the state and the federal government Mm -hmm. we were able to get some assistance to Mm -hmm. to uh, help us with bills and help us with reopening Mm -hmm. so we were we were just very very fortunate our our expenses were low um and our exposure to was not great yeah you mentioned ownership of the building yes so you, this group owns the building. The group owns the building, that so we didn't have to worry about a landlord foreclosing on us right, or right. or making us pay rent during the closure. We did have bills that we had to pay during sure. the closure, of course, sure. and we nobody got paid, mm-hmm. but we didn't have to worry about a third party right. coming in, and that was extremely valuable yeah. to us. Yeah. Um, extremely valuable, and again, the, I can't say enough about the programs that helped our staff first of all um, the the unemployment that California provided to them was absolutely invaluable uh, the 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 uh, grants that California provided to small business absolutely invaluable and then of course the federal mm-hmm. assistance mm-hmm. yeah the federal mm-hmm. assistance was was also really helpful mm-hmm. but but it was brutal. When and you're in it, it was you. When, when there wasn't 
it, a way out. It was just. It was scary. It was just yeah. difficult, so difficult to watch what had to happen for people to be able to operate. Right. You know, we we operated outside. Oh, oh, mm. that I have to say, the the the. the Local government really came through by allowing us to operate outdoors mm -hmm. with very little red tape, mm -hmm. almost none. And mm -hmm. so we were able to get outside, which helped people's spirits sure. um, a great deal. You're for, talking about employees and both. And both. Our employees and, were ready. They wanted yeah. to get back and yeah. do get out there and... You know, and, and it's community for it, them. It's a job, but it's community. But it was brutal because yeah. we were operating outside in the winter. Yeah, it was unbelievable, and they really came through. Yeah, they really came through. Like I, I was going to ask. Speaking of the alley, what what are your thoughts, or how do you feel about the uh, the shows that Joanna does? Oh well, I love Wacky Wednesday. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're fabulous. I think they're a tremendous amount of fun. Yes. Um, it makes me wish we had a bigger space, a bigger because sure. it's small out yeah, there. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but the shows are. I mean, I mean, they're great. There's an they, intimacy to them. They're 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 really a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, people love them. Mm -hmm. um, it it's been very gratifying, and it really helped us, especially during the pandemic. I think raised spirits because you know it took a while. People were. Not able to go indoors for months, mm -hmm. and and her just saying, "I want to entertain people." Yeah. I mean, she really did a great public service yeah. during a time when no one was playing. Um, and I feel like it was like in hindsight, it was like fits and starts through like 2021. Yeah, it was like you can do it, but then you can't, and then there's right. a new strain, and then, 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 then this and that. And, and so, Wacky Wednesday, did that start in? That started 22. during the pam Well, no, it started 21. during. It started shortly after we were able to open in the alley. Okay. I think we were just open in the bar. Mm -hmm. But you would you would have to ask Joanna specifically. I think, but I, think it I did. Was, it, I'm just forgetting. She knows. No, no, no. She'll she'll have the correct one. But it was not long after, and no one was doing anything. Right. Like she had bingo. She had drag. She had. Um, you know, she had music. I mean, she did a multiple. She did multiple things, mm -hmm. and again, it was because it. You know, things were just dragging. Like, yeah. you know, really, North Beach was not. It was okay, but it was nothing like it was. Right. And you know, and everybody was trying to do something, but nothing was really. You know, and any anyway. So well, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to go on record as saying that um, that that Wacky Wednesday adds to the character that already was Vesuvio to oh, me. Oh, definitely. Um, it's just like another extension. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was sad that it has to shut down for the winter, but looking forward to next next summer. Weather. When they come back. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Weather, sure. you know, weather's yeah. an issue. Um, yeah. You know, at a certain time, I think bandwidth is an issue. Sure. Um, but it, uh, no, it's, it's, you need to get we need to give it a rest. It's sure. definitely, but it's been great fun. So much and fun. And our, you know, our Wacky Wednesday costume party, just a ball. Yeah. It brought a lot of people, you know, it was really, it was really great. It brought a lot of good people in, new people. And also, you know, what is music, right? It's yeah. Our, it's our, it's our poetry. It's our way of talking to each other. It's culture. It is. Yeah. And to, I think people who are performing really, really 
appreciated. And yeah. So I did see a photo from last Wednesday. What was that? Two days ago. Yes. Um, I saw a photo of a friend of mine who, and she took the picture with Jeremy Fish, but she was dressed up as oh, Jeremy Fish. Oh, I have a photo Courtney. of her. She's yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. lovely. She was so happy we recognized who she was. Yeah. I was like, who Jeremy Fish? Who else could she be? She was yeah. so cute. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so cute. So creative. People worked for months on those costumes or yeah. while, like yeah. really put thought in them, and it was it was pretty gratifying to see. It's it's very gratifying for me to see people who really love participating in these events and the place and in mm-hmm. the life of the place overall so. mm-hmm. you've spoken to what this place is and what it kind of always has been mm-hmm. um what it's become how it's changed a little bit mm-hmm. i guess what does it mean to you what does the place mean in your life and in the life of san francisco You know, I think it's just a perfect living room. It's a perfect living room, a place where people can gather, relax, enjoy themselves, take a break from all that's out there. Uh, People make it their own space in so many ways. And I I just, I want it to be that always. I don't, I, I just want it to be a place where people feel at home when they're not at home, where they feel it's their local when they're not at their local. Mm. I also want it to be a place that inspires people to think about their, what they want around them, what kind of spaces, what kind of venues. Um, I, For many years, when I attended bar during the day, we would have school groups from middle school through college groups would come through the alley and and I would talk to them about the bar and I would talk to them about the importance of of place and making a space your own mm. and your own and how important it is to have a space for your own friends and your own group right community and how you do that your own community right and how you do that and not to be afraid to follow your vision like whatever your vision is of for your neighborhood or your what your dream follow that dream if it's the visual arts if it's the if it's the performing arts if it's musical arts if it's you know making a business you can make a small business i'm not a you know nothing about me is particularly special except <laughs> I really enjoy this small business and you can do that. You can do that too. You can make the businesses you want around you and just have that confidence. Mm. So I want that. I I want the bar to be a seed of inspiration, to always be a seeding spot for inspiration. And I, without being um, Pollyanna about it, knowing that there are challenges in the world toward that, but but just to, but people can make their dreams come true. And I, I, think this bar is a little piece of looking at that of you know that and it happens all over the world so it happens you know and hopefully people will see these kinds of places in their communities as well you know and I and that's you know that's also one reason you don't see like 15 Vesuvios (laughs) because we never wanted to be we never wanted to replicate our business model or look anywhere else for the same reason you don't want to follow trends no right it's no. like no places I, can be unique they maybe can they, maybe be. they should 
and right yeah. places can be unique and I think that's really important and so that's 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 what I want Vesuvio to be you know that's well that's where I believe it it belongs you know it just belongs as this creative spot so I uh, I long may she wave <laughs> That was Janet Clyde, co-owner of Vesuvio Cafe. Check back next week to meet Joanna Leoche, longtime bartender at Vesuvio and organizer of the bar's Wacky Wednesday music shows in Jack Kerouac Alley. Part three of our Vesuvio episode drops Tuesday wherever you get podcasts. Music for Storied San Francisco was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Michelle Kilfeather does original photography for us. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our sixth season, we have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show, and drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep rejecting those silly doom loop narratives about our city. Stay wacky, weird, healthy, and creative. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaytoshaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.